Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banter Podcast, where the topic is the rocking and the brew. Well, that be the fuel. And I'm your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, what a legendary brew. <laughs> I made it. I made it. <sighs> what is going on, uh, everyone out there and yeah. Rob G? <laughs> Can't say everyone if it's just me and you. Yeah, yeah we are down to man today. Shout out to yo. That uh, will be along uh, shortly. A off. Uh, for Devin, sure. where you at, man? <laughs> See you soon, hopefully. Uh, this is episode 158 of Bruising Banter Podcast. So, folks that are listening, thanks for listening again. Thanks for watching live or watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or or YouTube. I mean, did I say YouTube already? You did. Oh, you Twitter did. is what I was actually talking about. Um, glad you could join us. And, yeah, man. Uh, Hi. At, and um, if you are watching live and you have a comment or or question about the podcast or what, or the guest that we will have on um, shortly, uh, make sure you uh, throw it in the comments so we can put it on and let everybody see what the comment was or the question you was or or any good thing that you want to do. Um, uh, how's it going, Lou? How how are you? Life is good, man. I can't complain. Right. I um like I told you, I made them brownies yesterday. Yeah, delicious. I had a little. Uh, I did a thing. It was nice. I did a thing. Yep. thing. Yep. My mama was in town. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a good. Got your, uh, got your uh, Julia. Julia Childs on. Hello, welcome to my kitchen. Does <laughs> <laughs> she only do pastries? She's only a baker. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think she did a lot of food. Everything like sirloins and shit like that. What yeah. about uh? What about you? How was your week? Um, it was good. Um, I can't complain. I mean, it's another week. Uh, I'm just glad every day above ground is a day I rejoice in. Oh man, amen. Amen. Um, man, Sunday church. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm bring uh, Dev in. What's going on, Dev? Man? I listened to your whole damn conversation. <laughs> in the green room. <laughs> I'm in the green room. <laughs> I know I saw I saw him when he came on. But I, was just, I know you did. I know you did. I know you did. You're like, I'm not gonna interrupt this. <laughs> Don't disturb uh, the groove. Don't disturb the groove. Uh, yeah, so Welcome. this is episode, like I said, is this episode 158. We do have a great guest with us today from yes. the Tuxin Brewing. We have Gene Lott. Let me bring him on to the show. What up, Gene? Family, what's going on? 
How y'all doing today? We doing oh, great, man. Good on this beautiful you, man. Sunday. Beautiful Absolutely. Sunday. Doing outstanding. First day of spring, too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 All right. Yes. I'm about time, to actually, as uh, soon as we're done with this, going to open up the garage door behind me. Uh-oh. Get our tables set up outside. Oh, it's going down. And uh, hopefully, we're going to have a good Sunday today. All right. So yeah. you're in you're in the shop. Here. You're in the shop. Like yes, I am spot. in the shop right now. All uh, right. We're about to get ready to open soon. So mm -hmm. we might have some characters come up behind me or whatever like that. So hey, they gotta um, they gotta get to work. That de definitely, definitely full, yeah. full swing operation. I like this a, a real live show. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. Gonna, it's gonna be live. <laughs> if we get customers in, you might see me uh telling them what we got on tap and then right. taking orders and then coming back. So Yo, don't mute yourself. Don't even mute, don't even mute. Yep, says a real live show. Tell us somebody say, Jay, what the hell you doing? Right. <laughs> then we gotta edit that thing. Then you, we'll have to you, just, you just wasted all this good damn beer. We don't know. waste beer here at Patuxent. Get that, get that barrel. Catch that shit. <laughs> I, 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 I go left quickly. Right. <laughs> I definitely can. Uh, well, okay, once again, we want to welcome you to the podcast. Um, yeah. Appreciate before we get it. into everything, uh, I think we're all drinking everything. So before we begin, I always like to know what we are drinking on. So what are we drinking today? Woo. So James, tell us what we are all drinking After on today. we got today. started, this is our flagship beer, the beer mm -hmm. that put us on the map, 301 mm -hmm. Pale Ale, mm -hmm. made mm -hmm. with beautiful Cascade and Centennial hops. Mm -hmm. You are going to get a blend, mm -hmm. all right, a blend of we pretty much like to say it borders the line between an ipa and a pale ale okay so if you enjoy an ipa it's just that right amount of hops in there that will give you that satisfaction and if you enjoy a pale ale it's just that amount of smoothness in there that will give you the satisfaction of a pale ale Lou, what you're going to be it. tasting is a lot of grapefruit and citrus mm -hmm. um yeah. this time around with this batch the grapefruit to me comes in on the back end most times it came in on the front end so what you're going to immediately start tasting as soon as you drink it is more of the orange peel and a little bit of lemon. But mm. the grapefruit then comes into it. Mm -hmm. why, why do you uh, feel what happened? Do you know? Well, I'll tell you this. Changing of the filters and water. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And water always makes a difference. Right. So, right. Gotcha. But, but okay. you can't get the same water. Like, you, like technically, it comes from the same... Thing, but it's not the same water. So, what do you mean by you, the water was different? So, this time around, when we brewed it, we uh, how can I put this? All right, Charles County water versus uh, PG County water. All right, okay. gotcha. So, we get um, we do our in house beer here in house, right? Mm -hmm. When we do that, when we're about to send it out to the masses and we're about to actually go distribution. We mm -hmm. actually go to a bigger uh, brewery, which is in another county. Okay. So, Charles County water is hard. Okay. Hard water. Stains uh -huh. your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> hard water. <laughs> so, filtering that bad boy out, and we're a small operation. Now, mm -hmm. when you go to a million-dollar facility where they got million-dollar filters, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You get that. You get that consistency. Okay. Gotcha. Understood. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're, you know, the yeah, last so, couple of times, it was mm -hmm. more grapefruit forward. You know what I mean? This time around, it was like, ooh, you know, the grapefruit comes in on the back end, and it's a little bit, uh, it's a tad bit stronger than usual. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then we found out too that they changed brewers. So, 
Okay. Um, okay. So recipe, also, it's like it's it well, was it is tolling. You guys told told right. are using the tolling mm-hmm. method method to. I mean, but I you definitely do taste that that grapefruit on the back end, especially on the back end. Definitely right. I'm so Gene. Not to take the attention off of you, but right. we've got a you know a brew crew member who is loves the smell of an IPA, um, but and will but enjoys <laughs> but doesn't enjoy the taste. But I haven't really ever heard him say that he's, um, you know, that I always hear him say he's a fan of a pale ale. So, Lou, I want to seriously know kind of like what combination do you get from this beer? What do you what do you like about it? What do you don't like about it? It definitely smells delicious. I'm not sure if Gene influenced my taste buds by saying orange pill at the front, because mm-hmm. as soon as he said that, I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do get the grapefruit. Um, it the it is a mix because I get mm-hmm. IPA vibes. It smells absolutely fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm still just gonna have one. But I'll drink I'll drink a whole one of these. This tastes better than any IPA. This isn't this is not an IPA. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I um I'd rather it be pale alley. Got it. Just Got straight, it. Just straight oh, pale ale. Okay. Like, I like pale <laughs> that's right. Like ain't nothing wrong. Like you don't have to influence the ipas don't have to influence everything mm-hmm. right you know what i mean like whatever yeah um, good explanation i can go on a diatribe like i feel like ipas is never mind i don't want to do that uh oh yeah it, it's it's a great beer um but i just this is not my thing i'm gonna have just just one of them but i appreciate it yeah okay okay all right, all right. Sure. rob what you think um i i enjoy well i like Beer, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's a good beer, like you, I think you're at the point you could tell if it's not a good beer. That you're like, ah, oh, this isn't a good, a good beer. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, but if it's beer, you're like, oh, let me try that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bring it over here. Because I mean, because it does have some of those, like, like you said, the IP, but it's not as yeah. There's, it's, it's not, not much bitterness. There's not a lot of right. bitterness Absolutely. to it. Absolutely, so it's, it's, it's definitely mm-hmm. smoother. It's more um, drinkable too, Gene. It's it's much more drinkable. That's than a IPAs. that's a key word that you mentioned. More yeah. drinkable, and um, not to like fast forward on the program or anything. Oh no, we are free flow. One of the missions, as far as especially with us having a tap room and everything, is more education than anything. Education mm-hmm. to our people because mm-hmm. we always like to say, and I mean it's the truth. You know, black people very just recently started to get into craft beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And to have someone start off with an IPA first, you're going to turn a lot of people away. Absolutely. I mean, a true yeah. up and down IPA. Cheers. So one of the things, you know, granted that it was our head brewer and founders, that's his baby, 301. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those perfect to us introductory beers into craft beer, you know, or into our versions of craft beer, mm-hmm. you know, where it's not too... Oh, kick ass IPA hop forward, you mm-hmm. know, but it's actually smooth. And I actually always like to sell it as hey, it's a general purpose beer without even being a general purpose beer. Yeah, right, right. you can actually drink this pretty much with anything. If you want a barbecue, yep. you want to have some crabs, that's what yep. we like to do down here. Yeah, if you want to, if you just want to have something to relax to pregame mm-hmm. with, it fits in all of those categories. I agree you with know that. I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's that's mm-hmm. and that's the drinkableness of it all. I get it, it, you could put it at any table for a food and drink with it. Mm-hmm. And it is when you say introduction, it lets people know like this is beer, right? Mm-hmm. But it it can get a little bit rougher as far as a person that doesn't like going. IPA, right. and it also can get a little bit softer. A person like me that likes gozas and sours and, and right. stuff like that, like you, it is it is a good mix. And I, I under, when you explain it, it does uh, 
help the palate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, when you, when, and then you say like, we want to educate the black beer people that are coming in and anybody who's new that wants to learn about beer. Yeah, this is this. Cheers, man. Pat, matter of fact, pass me another. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta write that on the can. You gotta, you gotta explain that whole that. shit. Yeah, that because that, that, but that's what it. That's what beer is supposed to be all about. Like every beer has a story, and that's this is y'all's introductory into the brewing scene. And you want Absolutely. people that don't know about beer to come in, and people mm -hmm. like Rob to be able to say, "Oh, I'll come in back and drink this beer," and people like me to be like, "Oh, that's a good beer. Let me try something different." So I right. can see if there is different things that I can get my hands on. Mm, so yeah. yeah, cheers. I like yeah, it. I, oh, I, love that. It. I love that. Um, now, first where we're located, you know, we're located in uh, Southern yeah. Maryland, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. believe it or not, we're not too. I was just explaining to Rob, we're not too far from DC. We literally Virginia is over across the bridge. You, you can right. see Virginia. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And from where we are at, it's a real working class bunch of people that live down here. You know, mm -hmm. don't make the most money. But surrounded by houses that that's just ridiculous, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Right. And a right. lot of times, you know, they what they're used to is the Bud Lights of the world, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's more or less like, yo, we're trying to introduce you into something else different. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, it's really taking off, you know. And I can't wait to get into that part of the story, just about like yeah. how we started and everything. Because definitely, when when I say we weren't in a dry country, but mm -hmm. we were in a dry country in terms of the craft beer scene and even the craft liquor scene, which is right next mm. door to us, you know, mm -hmm. they knew nothing about it. But like, since we've got here, it's like, it, it's just been amazing. It's been crazy. Awesome. Right. awesome. Right. Yeah. Right. For me, oh. the flavors, uh, Gene, that jump out really is it comes full circle for me. Like the, you mentioned the orange on the front end um, and then you taste the, uh, the grapefruit uh, after a while. But then after you, as we were sitting here talking, like on my taste buds, buzz that still really stood out was the orange and the orange peel. Yeah. So it, it came around full circle, even, you know, as sometimes, you know, beers just linger, obviously yeah. on your palate. So at the at the end of it, it's like you're, you're right. It's not super hoppy, which I, I love a hoppy beer. But I mean, who doesn't like orange? Is my wife before well, my <laughs> wife is pregnant, so she's not drinking beer now. Right. But, uh, what's crazy? Uh, she got the taste of you know everybody's palate is different. Yeah. Um, not tangerines, those little ass oranges. That oh, the uh, mandarin, 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 mandarin. She was okay. like, I'm tasting that. You know, and I was okay. like, I've never heard anybody say that, but okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. You know? Okay. I mean, it's all in the same family. But I understand what she means and how they are, they're different. Like, she, you can taste the difference between an orange and a Clementine Mandarin. Definitely. Like, Definitely. they're much, much more sweeter than mm -hmm. your normal navel orange. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I taste the orange peel of the navel orange. I, I know okay. me, I, I know me, army, army oranges. Who? Army oranges. Army oranges. Army okay. oranges. Navel. Navel. Yeah. 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 You got to wait till June for that, man. That's a Father's Day joke, man. You can't, you can't just throw throw that dry ass joke on us yeah. without preparing us. I could, it was actually a mouthful anyway. Army oranges. Yeah, because I was like, I what? Video was yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, bad connection. It actually, it it actually is a, it's tried. actually a great dad joke. That right, is right. a superb dad joke. <laughs> but I didn't realize how. I didn't say army, army oranges. Army oranges. 
Army orange. Well, I'm Robert. I thought he was saying Under Armour. I, I had know. no idea. Like like Gene said, I thought his video got a little jangled up. <laughs> well, jangling, jangling, jangling. Jangling, jangling, jangling. Actually, we jumped right in because, I mean, I know we were talking about the beer. Right. But um, I guess we, we need to, I guess, go back into who Gene Lott is, what is Patuxent, all that good stuff. So um, we didn't do that yet. So uh, yours, right? Gene, the floor is yours. Who, who is Gene? How you got Absolutely. here? How you got in here? What you doing? How you okay. got in the Patuxent and all that good stuff. All right, well, we got an interesting story, um, the story of Patuxent. Uh, It basically starts off with our founder and head brewer, Davey Feaster. And um, pretty much when he went to Crossland High School, which is in Prince George's County, he always wanted to open up like a Cheers-type bar, right? He wasn't even brewing beer at this point. You Mm -hmm. know, he just – no, he always knew he wanted to open up a type of bar to have people come in with people coming in, name, everything, you know? So fast forward, uh, he moves down to Waldorf. Um, he's home brewing, and basically, he takes his beer to cookouts, and it's like everybody's drinking his beer instead of the beer people bring, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, with the with the nudging of um, you know people around him and his surroundings and stuff, it was like you should go ahead and, and start start a brewery, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect because here in Charles County, there was no breweries mm-hmm. at all. Wow. And the only breweries were in other counties which were surrounding us, but like 20, 30 miles away and stuff. Who wants okay. to be driving? Right. You know, 20, drive, 30 miles away back. and had to get back home. Right. So, um, a quick question, Gene. Quick question, yeah. Gene. At these barbecues and cookouts, is it the 301 that's being uh, served or is it? Oh, other no. Beers? It's, it's, it's all, it's 301 and it's all the other beers we have. Cause we brewed over okay. like 30, 30 different, different. So he, beers. so he had the recipes at yes. the cookouts starting out. Definitely. Got you, got you, yeah. got you. Okay. So, so then, and I'm sorry, my wife just texted me real quick. I think she's watching. Yes. All right. So <laughs> then, um, hey, hey, wife, hey, your glasses. Hey, Miss Lot. Hey, Miss Lot. Hey, Mrs. Lot. Make sure, make sure we can see a sweatshirt. She <laughs> <laughs> did mention that. Okay. See. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. But uh, so then, uh, once we were going through the licensing process and basically trying to introduce the county to what craft beer is, because one of the things where you guys want to open up a brewery, the first thing that comes to mind is a bar, because that's mm-hmm. what's saturated down here—a lot of bars, pubs, mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was convincing the county and the government that. It, Craft beer is a is a is it's a different it's a different vibe it's a different thing. Having mm-hmm. a craft beer is a, it's just a whole different thing than having a bar, you know. Mm-hmm. And it helps the government out because it's a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. Okay. And basically, Absolutely. you know, it was us trying to convince them like, hey, this is tourism money from outside of the county that's going to help you, you know. So while we were doing that, we started selling our beer at farmers markets, nice. and this is how I got involved in it. Um, the county that we all grew up in is it, small, but it's big, but everybody knows each other. Okay. I was out in Hawaii for a month, which is amazing, for work. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. buddy of mine who's up in uh, Frederick, uh, my man Lass from Lasseter Brewing Company. He's a home brewer. He hit mm-hmm. me up and he was like, Gene, you guys got a brewery in Waldorf. I said, no, we don't. I've lived down here long enough. <laughs> I know we don't have a brewery in Waldorf. I got to drive to Virginia and up to Frederick to drink with you. you know? He was like, no, you guys got a brewery in Waldorf. Mm-hmm. So when I got back from Hawaii, I looked them up and uh, they were at the farmer's market. So I was like, oh, damn, we actually do. Mm-hmm. So I met Davey and come to find out we all had mutual friends because um, I played football at Bowie State University. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we all went to high school, different people, you know, just how that connection goes. Yeah. And then from there, it was just like 
right, I'm voluntelling you to come into the company with me. <laughs> you know? Okay. Voluntold. Um, we call it voluntold. Voluntold. That's the word. So <laughs> from there, you know, um, we had a tap. We got we opened up the tap room. We got the licensing and stuff, opened up the tap room, and we were rocking and rolling. But then that's when COVID came. Mm. And COVID came when we were about to do our first distribution run of 301. Okay. But now we're sitting on all this beer, oh. got a closed tap room, and we don't know what to do. Mm. So at this point, with the goodness of our uh, governor of Maryland, we were able to sell our beer online, and we basically had to pivot our business model and speed up things more so than what we wanted to do. Right. So we started doing drive-through uh, pickups. We started mm -hmm. doing drop-offs to the houses. And I will say, during that time, we were one of the first to actually be able to buy beer online and drop it off to you or come pick it up. Wow. And I've researched this. One of the first in the Maryland wow. And um, that's what got us through COVID. We were one of the few businesses that actually made a lot of money mm -hmm. uh, during COVID, you know, wow. and we were able to stay open and we just, you know, we, we just did some good things, you know, mm -hmm. and, and now here we are. And from that, it came partnerships with uh, Heavy Seas. You know, we did a Black is Beautiful with Heavy Seas, which actually won um, the Best Spice Beer um, Award um, on the East Coast. And okay. let me give you an official title because I have it right here. The United States Beer Tasting Championship, Heavy Seas, Tuxin Brewing Company, Black is Beautiful, Best um, Spice Beer Award on the East Coast. Hey, look, look let's, 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 let's drink to that. Let's drink to that. What we did was we actually did a vanilla chai, did a vanilla chai stout, mm -hmm. which was, you know, in our opinion, one of the better ones, you know. Mm -hmm. And if you find a can, you're the, the most amazing person in the world because we're always looking for some. Mm. I think we had. I think we had cans. I know you. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Yoda drunk it. Um, maybe like three or four episodes ago, he drank it on here. Okay. Uh, three or four, um, so shout out to uh, uh, Brian for hooking us up on that. Uh, those we, cans. We got some brothers who actually are just keeping them in the back, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you got to hurry up and drink those. Or you got to drink it. You got to drink it. It's still, still, it, it is still uh, liquid. <laughs> you know. So from there, we just took off. So right now, you know, our current ownership is, uh, like I said, it's Davey Feaster. That's our um, head brewer and our founder. Mm -hmm. And then it's um, Kevin, our Kevin, who is our other co-owner. And then it's myself. And it's just the three of us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we actually run the whole business. Awesome. Nice. Gene, yeah. I got a question. Um, yeah. So as you mentioned, you guys, you know, pivoted to delivery and, um, and home service delivery as well uh, and drive a pickup. How many of your beers that are on tap can, can your can 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 your patrons also get uh, canned to so, take with them? This is the cool thing about it. With our with our business model, we only distribute our flagship beer. Oh, okay. Because unlike um, unlike everybody else, just like the explosion that's going on, mm -hmm. we chose to go the old fashioned route where we open up the beer first and then we distribute. Where most people right now. They're going to the, the contract growing distribution mm -hmm. route immediately. Right. And then they'll gain the capital from that to open up a brewery. We chose okay. to go backwards because, in essence, we wanted to be in the community first and establish ourselves here before mm -hmm. we go to distribution route. So we only distribute our 301 Pale Ale. Okay. So everything else you can actually get canned up here okay. in house. We like to say we call ourselves the Starbucks of beer. Because nice. I like everything it. that's on tap, we can can it up. So, and we always do. If you have your own uh, growler or crawler, bring it in. Let mm. us slap a sticker on it. 
and anything you want will pour in there. Man, that's my next question. So <laughs> for real, it really was. So during during COVID, as you mentioned, like I've run into experiences where, you know, I got a uh, growler for like the holidays. People got me those as gifts. And now during COVID, I go into breweries and they're like, we don't want to touch it for sanitary reasons. And well, we don't want to do this with it. And I'm like, I mean, you can in it and you're going to sanitize it to put the beer in it anyway, like you would do anything else. Why, why, is, why is my growler no good here? So as beer drinkers, <laughs> we hated that. And you know okay. how it is. You go to a brewery, you bring your, oh, no, we didn't clean it. It's not ours. You got to buy ours. I got so many different crawlers I don't even use because I had to buy them. Right. The for the one time exactly. that you went in there because exactly. they basically. And I may not come pig- back. Pigeonholing you. Right. So one <laughs> of the things we said we were going to do was we're going to kill that rule. We're going to kill that tradition. Mm. Bring it to us. Mm-hmm. We'll clean it. Clean it. You know what I'm saying? Even and if it's a little fee, I don't care. In it. You know, so, <laughs> so definitely. So I, yeah, I just didn't understand that. So you, I'm, I'm glad you sh- could you share the same you know experience <laughs> as a beer drinker because I've been holding on to my growler for yeah, yeah. What you say? So, I mean, we've had people come in with like he's fighting for you as a brewery amazing, brewery owner. Yeah. Some amazing Amazon like growlers. I'm talking about the CO2 cartridges. Mm, everything. Pay some you know, money. We're just like you know, it's free advertisement for us because we're still a small business. We don't have an advertising budget. Let mm-hmm. us put our sticker on there. When you parade around town with it, Yo. you know it has a Patuxent sticker on it. Yeah, good, I like good, that. Good. Okay. All right, I'm, um, I'm, I'm done. I'm done asking questions. Right well, now. <laughs> I want to go back to that in terms of uh, why? Why? Why is the name Patuxent? Like, why? Why did? Why did y'all choose? So why did Davy choose Patuxent? Why, okay. Why so, did Davy? Um, Davy is a, a believe it or not, and he will kill me if he, if I say this. He's an outdoorsman in a type of way. He's a very, uh, and most brewers are eccentric type of people. And um, Davey used to go fishing with his dad on the Patuxent River. Patuxent River. More or less, it was a, 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 how do you say? It's kind of a big fun times fishing on the river. So Maryland, one of those big things is the Patuxent River. So it it was like, hey, you know, we're in Maryland. We want to shout out Patuxent. And we also want to shout out the times that he spent with his dad and stuff. So Patuxent Mm -hmm. Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's I like awesome. it. Yeah. I like it. Now, oh. go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, now I was going in terms of in terms of like I know you you, you joined the uh, the you you heard that there was a um, I guess a, a, a craft brewery in your area, but were you always in the craft beer? Like how? Like what started you in the craft beer? So what started me in the craft beer? And it's funny because Davey got the same story. Pretty much all of us got the same story. The beer we grew up on was two eleven. The the big bull, the big blue bull, all that. You know what I'm saying? So beer, I absolutely hated until I was in college. I was in grad school, actually. I went to a party and uh, my first craft beer, which is considered, I still consider a craft beer, but not anymore, was a Yingling. And it was, it was in a bathtub and it was on ice. And I, <laughs> I can not pronounce it. And I said, what the hell is a Yingling? Mm-hmm. But after I drank it, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, this is pretty good. And then from there, believe it or not, this is crazy going from a Yingling to a Sierra Nevada. Ooh. Now, IPA? The, common, the common thing between me and Davey is we all, that was our first really real craft beer. The grandfather of craft beer was a Sierra Nevada. Okay. And when I had that, I was like, wow, okay. And then oh, from good. there, it just took off. And again, my boy Lass, he introduced me to a whole bunch. And it was just from there, it just 
it just went crazy, you know? And then after mm-hmm. that, you're like, all right, I got to try to brew stuff myself. Let me try it myself, you know? And then you just want to go drink everything so you be able to know what's out there. Okay. Nice. Oh, so so you actually started home brewing as well, or or I tried my hand at it. <laughs> all right. Okay. So my so this is the thing, I can drink pretty much anything you put in front of me, and I can tell you what hops everything right, and I can identify, tell you the process. But when I actually do it myself, mm-hmm. it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> hey. But when I'm in here now, the thing is, we're a small operation. Mm-hmm. It's literally only me, Davey, and Kevin. So when we do brew, it's literally all of us at some point in time doing a part of it or a portion of it. Right. You know, and we all still have our full time jobs. Right. So we all know the process, know mm-hmm. the process, try to do it, help out as much as possible. But at the end of the day, it's Davy's baby. Right. So it's like if you got a cornbread recipe, mm-hmm. you can make the cornbread, but your grandmother has that secret thing that she does that mm-hmm. you don't know how to do that she can write down, but you just won't get it done because right. she knows how to do it. Yeah. So, so Gene, they 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 rely on you to uh just watch the uh the cornbread in the oven. You know what I mean? Like well, the timer. A more than that. <laughs> okay, I just asked. I'm just, you know. So I gotta cut the cornbread, sell the cornbread. <laughs> okay, okay. Manage uh-huh. the cornbread. <laughs> good, good. But um, definitely when it's uh when it's Kevin and Davey, they put the cornbread, they mix the cornbread and put it in the oven. Got it, got it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that also makes you end. quality control of the cornbread too, right? That makes you quality now, control. It makes like, me mm. quality control of the cornbread, but we also have special individuals who come in at our quality control. And standing oh. right, standing right in front of me is Kevin's parents right here, and <laughs> his dad awesome. Rooster is quality control. Nice. And we also have um, we and this is the beauty about having a tap room, where we have our regulars who come in. We have a regular who come in. We call him Pops. He's like our dad of everybody. Yeah. He's yeah. an older gentleman, Vietnam veteran. He's right. our quality control with everything. He comes mm-hmm. in. He, tells he can give you this, everything. Exactly. Right. Okay. right. You, when you're not hitting this week. Don't put that on tap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that good honesty, that brutal, brutal honesty. Yeah. And, and that shit like that. That's exactly man, what you Don't you ever try to sell that, man. I wouldn't get that away for free. Exactly. Uh, that's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. That's but awesome. the crazy thing is, is because we're so small, we're still considered a nano brewery. Okay. We started off on a one-barrel system. Mm-hmm. And just recently, we upgraded to a three-barrel system. Great. Okay. So literally everything that you're tasting when you come here in the tap room is mm. small batch. And if you're a bourbon fan like myself, small batch is, is beautiful, is the key. Mm. Because right. once you start getting into the bigger, bigger batches of beer and when you get that consistency, you know what I mean? You're always chasing consistency no matter what. Right. Mm. But when you start getting into, all right, it's the same beer, it's the same beer, it's the same beer. You know, you kind of lose, like, I always like to say, you lose interest. Mm-hmm. That's why we always try to switch our beers up at least every couple of weeks, which we have to because we have a good weekend. We tapped out. Guess what? You're not a beer. Next week. Right, you know right. I mean? And that's why we always switch our beers up, and we also have guest taps. Mm-hmm. So our mission with the guest taps, and this is something I'm going to segue into, and I see Sean from um, Black Viking Brewing on here. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's basically what we like to call the collective. The collective is basically the collection of all the black independent, 100% black mm-hmm. owned brewers in the state of Maryland. That's dope. So we got Black Viking Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. We got Joy Hound. Mm-hmm. We got Sankofa out of DC. Mm-hmm. We got Soul Mega out of DC. 
And um, definitely we have Urban Garden out of D.C., which is the first black, 100% black-owned female brewing company in D.C. Awesome. So we have all of them, and we're represented as the collective. And then the glue to hold us all together is Black Brew Movement. And okay. That's a husband and wife operation. And they pretty much, you know, they also get the word out there in terms of, like, about the Black Brewers in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Because you know the percentages. I don't have to repeat them. It's very low. very low. And it gets even lower to the ones who actually have a tap room. Mm-hmm. And we said, with us having a tap room and us having guest taps and extra taps, why not be a place where we can actually have the black brewers on tap? So if you can't find them in stores or if you don't feel like driving somewhere, at least you can know, hey, I'm coming to support a black business and drink all black beer Yep. across yep. all taps. So that's yeah. another reason why we created tap room. That's right. awesome. Now, yeah. no, how many gust taps do you have? I'm sorry, Rob. How Probably, many gust? Uh, right now, we have one, two, three, four. What's that? Four. Oh, that's amazing. Possibly right. five. And how many and taps do you have for your for your beer? Right now, we can have like six between six and seven. Wow, yeah, yeah. y'all ball. Yep. Right, yeah, y'all doing a good. So the for thing people. is, is like, all right, most of our uh, collective, you know, some of them we're trying to get them to go into the motions of uh getting sixtals, like send mm-hmm. the sixtals. We mm-hmm. have the cans. We love your cans, but send the sixties. Okay. You know, because most people, you know, they love the beer coming out the taps. You know, yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. either way, while they're still doing that, because a lot of them just got started this year, last year and stuff, you know, we, they have cans, which is fine. But we're going right. to sell the cans and whatever they have, you know, we're going to buy them and we're going to sell them. Because mm-hmm. again, we want yeah. us to be a place to not only have our beer, but to have Community. the rest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I always like to say the beautiful thing about it is there's no competition mm-hmm. between us all. It's healthy competition no matter what. Right. So there's no competition right. between us all because we all brew different styles of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's what Rob and I were talking about yesterday when uh, we were getting together to get your beer and give them out to everybody. Um, so we were ta- trying to in our head, just kind of think outside of uh, Patuxent Brewing, yeah. if there were other tap rooms or breweries um, other than your, your other than yours that are you know 100% black in the owned. state of Maryland, we are the only 100% black owned mm-hmm. foreign company with a tap room. Awesome. Right. We don't awesome. want that to happen. Um, right, right, we right. have a, we have a, we have a couple of different other ones in the collective. Uh, Lipco, mm-hmm. which is Liquid Infusion Brewing Company, mm-hmm. and That's then true. we have. That's true, right? um, yeah, yeah, that's true. So Drew, we waited for him to get his license, licensing and stuff up, and once mm-hmm. he gets, once he gets up and ready, Drew is going to be in here. Okay, you know? right. and Drew, excuse me, let me tell you, Drew was a fantastic story. I was on another podcast, and I told him, I was like, "Hey, homebrewers, bring your stuff by, let us drink it. We'll help mm-hmm. you out." Because that's mm-hmm. another thing, we didn't have pretty much too much help when we started it off. We didn't have anyone mm-hmm. to go to, so. Mm-hmm. We said we didn't want that to happen to the next up and coming brewers who are coming up. We want to be a place where you can come to and pick our brains. Hey, what was the process for this? What was the process for that? Mm-hmm. How did you handle this situation? And Drew was actually the only one that took that flag and actually came and was like, hey, here's my beer. What you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know? And, mm-hmm. and bam, you know, it was like, and from there, it was like, you know, Drew is like the guy. You know, okay. and, and he's taking off, and he sells his beer. I'm telling him and his wife, definitely. Mm-hmm. And Sean, I see you. The black white is in the works, and that's the thing. We don't want to be the only ones, you know. It needs to mm-hmm. be more 100 black owned tap rooms, you know. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about it is, again, is that everybody is in different parts of Maryland and DC, mm-hmm. so it's no competition. It's like, hey, whatever I'm closest to, 
or I'm going to do our own black brew trail and hit everybody up, you know, mm-hmm. eventually that will, that's what right. would be like very beautiful. Right. That's well, awesome. I see all the events that y'all all come together and y'all do a lot of yep. support each other in different events. I think there was one at like Whitey's Liquor at one point. Yep. I think there was something at, and that's um, the thing. And that's to get the not, word out there, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's that's dope that y'all are, the collective is actually strong and, and helping each other. Uh, Tux it means family. I don't know if it really does, but <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. <laughs> um, I gotta look that up. But if it does, that's beautiful. You know, it probably doesn't. <laughs> I know it's a Native American term. I, I, I so I so it po- there is a possibility then. It, it is family. a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what your guys' small um your small batch? You said one barrel. Now you're at three barrels. But you said you like the three barrel where you're where you guys are at. As you guys continue to grow, will you go to larger barrel batches or will you always stay in the one to three barrel system? I would say we will probably go to a larger barrel system, but not too big. We're at one of those things where it's like you want to be big, but you don't want to be too big. Right. Because we are still just a three person operation. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like four of us at the time, but you know, we're still three three person operation. And eventually it gets to a point where it's like, you know, we don't want to kill ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why our, our motto is before anything else is tap room first. That's why we don't distribute. We distribute probably quarterly or every now and then. And even with that, it's a method to the madness. It's like, all right, we don't want to. What's the word? Um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Uh, man, all right. I've already had Patuxent, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Right. Whereas you want to pull it back, like man, you know, I haven't had a tux in a while. Well, right, you don't want to saturate it. You don't want to saturate it too much. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my gosh, it's coming back out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to get it last time. Let me go get it this time. Right, right. You know what I mean? And that's why, even with our distribution, we don't go everywhere. Okay, There's certain places that we go. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, all right, you guys will get it because we know last time you guys moved a lot of it quick, and it's going to hit this part. Mm-hmm. Um, local restaurants who supported us, you guys are going to get it. You know stuff like that. Which, what what is that distribution relationship like? Like, uh, did 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 you guys have to forge your way into distribution? Did you uh, through a connection? You know, make a connection. What was what, how was that founded? How was well, that? First and foremost, we self distribute, so we don't go through a distributor or anything like that. You know, with okay. all that and stuff, we have we're, we're self distributors. Great. And more or less, I hate to I hate to put it uh put it in this mindset. But it's like you you really out in the street selling your product. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, and, look, y'all no limit, no limit soldiers. Y'all master right. P. So it's been times, you know, you <laughs> go to the uh, so you think wire. You go to craft beer. <laughs> the wire, yeah, the wire. Right. The wire. <laughs> better, so our thing was we're gonna go to craft beer specific liquor stores. Mm-hmm. We really didn't want our stuff in regular liquor stores. We want to go to craft beer specific liquor stores. Who actually mm-hmm. know craft beer, right? Who actually right. will put craft beer out front and out front, back. just on the shelves? Is, yeah, right. they don't really know how to talk about it, sell it. Exactly. Whatever. You don't want you don't want your beer to sit. Mm-hmm. Right. We want never, you coming never. back. Mm-hmm. So we said, all right. We identified the first go around. First go around, we will admit we were just like, bam, we want to get it out there. Mm-hmm. You know. Second go around, we were more strategic in what we were doing. We was like, all right, taking these numbers from the first go around, who was moving it the fastest? Who we had the better relationship with? Okay. You know, and then it was like, bam, Baltimore. You want to get in Baltimore. You want to get everything in Baltimore. Baltimore mm-hmm. and Maryland is the craft beer capital. So mm-hmm. you want to get your stuff there. Mm-hmm. All right. Then from there, it was like, all right, who was supporting us in Waldorf? 
One of our first supporters in Waldorf was a restaurant. Got to give a shout out to Katie. Okay. During COVID, when she was actually losing money and not getting stuff, she was like, hey, you guys are local. I need your beer. Wow. So because of that, you know, we have a special relationship with her. And then mm-hmm. there's other places where we were like, all right, they need our beer. They're good people. Bam, they got our beer. You know, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. pretty much the mindset if we took with distribution. Okay. And then there are other black owned businesses that we wanted to support. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a first of its kind down here, more or less like a Wet Willie's uh, Bayou Girls Drink Factory. Okay. Factory place. Okay. She bought a kegerator just for our beer. So oh, we nice. said, we're going to give you a six of our beer. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so stuff like that. So supporting black businesses, but also supporting those who supported us. Okay. Um. Now, I don't. I, I know Joey Hound has been at like, like the Maryland Craft Beer Festival. Like, are y'all involved in the craft beer festivals? So festivals? we want to do more craft beer festivals. We're picking what craft beer festivals we want to do, but again, it goes down to numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay. A, we have a we have a brewery that we want to stay open all the right, time. Right. Right. Yeah, you can't afford to like leave, exactly. go somewhere else yeah, right. on a Saturday and all right. like that. Exactly. Right. And, and that's one of the downfalls of having a brick and mortar is that mm-hmm. a you have overhead that everybody else doesn't have. Right. And that's what most people don't understand. Oh, you guys must be making a lot of money. You know, we have a lot of overhead mm-hmm. that right. regular people don't have. Mm-hmm. And you know, then we have pretty much, you know, we got to pick and choose. Hello, how you doing? Welcome to Patuxent. Sorry, guys, I'm open. You're good. You're good. No problem. Oh, no, come on in. Come on in. Actually, you guys don't mind being on the podcast? You can sit behind. You won't, you won't actually be on camera, but you. I'm gonna take them with me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to work, bro. Definitely. So y'all gonna hear my spiel real quick, all right? Yeah, all right. All right. Hello, how you doing? My name is Gene. I'm the tap room manager, co-owner of Patuxent Brewing Company. First time here. Yes. All right, where you guys coming from? Uh, we live here. Oh, so, yeah. and this your first time here? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome <laughs> to Texas Brewing Company. It's Charles County's first and only brewery. And welcome. So what type of beer do you like? Uh, probably like like Hefeweizen. Something close to that. Ooh, we're not in Hefeweizen season for us. So we usually do our hefts like around spring, close to summertime. We did have a grapefruit honey heft that was pretty actually good. But let me tell you what I do have on tap right now. We have our two seltzers on tap. Which is called Rabrael. Rabrael is named after my daughter. Her name is Sarai. We hate seltzers. All right. So our seltzers are a little bit different, more alcohol, more flavor. And they're used with all natural, basically natural ingredients. Excuse me. So we have Rabarita, which is a margarita seltzer. I think that's what you guys have. I have it. Yep. Yes. Yep. Also good I had it last night. And mix it with vodka <laughs> or tequila. All right. So all of our seltzers come in like around 6.5% alcohol. All right. And then we just have what we just made. Was our Mai Tai seltzer. So our Mai Tai seltzer is pretty tasty too. That's what my wife mm. Okay. And then we have in cans our flagship beer, 301 Pale Ale. So if you like IPAs, you'll enjoy it. Show him plug his beer. You said give him that black mic again. All right. So that's awesome. Yeah, we do flights. Oh, I got more beer for you too. That's what I'm saying. So, and they just mentioned it. We also have. A collection of the other black brewers in DC and the oh, he, oh you can hear it. I forgot. Black Viking ginger beer. All right. Not it is basically a ginger, it's not a ginger beer per se, but it's a ginger honey beer. It is totally unlike anything you've ever tasted before. It's pretty good. Then we have Camelite, which is made with Camelade and honey. That's out of DC. That's uh, DC's first black female-owned brewing company. 
Then we have on this side of the house, too, on some of our guest taps, some of our other favorite beer that we like from other breweries. All right, we have Calvert's Chocolate Milk Stout. We've got uh, Bell's um, Lager of the Lakes, which is a lager. We have uh, Port City's Metro Red. And we have one of my favorites, Goose Island IPA. Hello, guys. You're watching Behind the Scenes. <laughs> this is amazing footage. I'm, I'm really enjoying this. All right. Yeah. Cool. You guys want to start a tab? Yeah. All right. And check out these. Yeah, we'll do a little taste of everything you got. All right. Uh, that sounds good to me. So what is that? Two, two, three play? Yep. There you go. Thank you. All right. And I'll bring them over to you. All right. Perfect. All right. Thank thanks. You. All right. That yeah. was great, Gene. That was great. Awesome, man. <laughs> I told y'all we're still open, so <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. good. Definitely, definitely. Go yeah. ahead, you know, and, and that's one of the, the one of the things of you know. Again, when you have a brick and mortar, is the fact that you know you have so much overhead you have to take care of, and there are right. other things that you have to take care of. So sometimes that's trying to get out the festivals. Again, we have to be strategic in what we do. And right. Totally, totally makes sense. You just need you need some you need some really good you know some good runners, some good volunteers, people who. You know, oh, going, do, uh, I, I will say we do have volunteers and we do have runners that help us yeah. like, on our busy days. Like Saturdays mm-hmm. are mostly like our real, real busy days. You know? mm-hmm. Right. And one of our taste testers just came in. How you doing, Pops? <laughs> nice. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Been, been around a while, right? Yeah. That shit good. That's the one right there. You, you know what? You know which one I want. Give me my favorite. <laughs> Don't even ask me what kind I want. You want to say hi? You want to get on camera? So there you go. That's Pops for us right hey. now. How you doing, Pops? So that's the veteran, veteran beer drinker. All right. Yeah. That's quality control along with Kevin's dad. And they let us know if the beer is on point or if it's not. Well, Gene, not to put him on the spot, tell us what his favorite or what is his usual go-to, or does he allow you to surprise him when he comes into the tap room? Pops, you want to answer that question? What I don't mind your- the surprises, but my, my go-to is mm-hmm. 301. And- okay. Yes, okay. our Oops series. Three, 301, there we got it, right there. So our Oops series of beer, like I said, we're a small company, so we don't waste beer. Okay. So anytime... That you know, we have extras left over anytime mm-hmm. we want to experiment, mm-hmm. we put it into the oops category. Or even gotcha. when we have a beer, even when we have a beer that's like uh we don't have a name for, it goes into the oops category. I got you. So oops changes up weekly. It could be based off of 301, it could be based off of any other type of beer we're brewing that day. Mm-hmm. And that's why people enjoy oops. Gene, it's it, I, I, you know, it just something you, when you said the Oops beer, it brings something to mind. When I went to California and um, uh, did a tour at the Jelly Belly factory, I'll tell you how this ties in. Uh, big companies don't um, like waste and stuff either, because all of those um, off-brand or Oops uh, Jelly Bellies, they all, right. when you're done the tour, they're sold at the they're sold at the very end of your tour in a different kind of bag. Whether it's supposed to be like your green apple or whatever, the recipe might be off, but people enjoy them and sell them and eat them the same way. So exactly. big or small, they are like nobody's trying to waste anything. <laughs> it was like the crunch berry that started out first. Time to waste yes, anything. yeah, true. true. Yes, I like the oops. I like how it's just it's a one of one. You mm-hmm. can't make it. You're never gonna make it again because you really made a mistake. I like right, that. but right. but it's still drinkable and people like it. Mm-hmm. But if people were like it, are you really making a mistake or are you really trying to make an oops? 
Right. Oh, and that's another thing. Like, like <laughs> and if, if a oops beer like sells <clears throat> out in a day when it mm-hmm. normally sells out in a week, are you making that oops beer again? <laughs> so that's when it's like, hey, we didn't write down the recipe. So uh, <laughs> oops. Uh, oops. oops. We really thought it was oops, but it wasn't. But I bet there's a way just okay, so so now the supply chain and stuff in me is kicking in. I bet there's a way though to trace back some of your ingredients, your lot batch, your 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 it's some way for you yes. to track back a little bit to say if I needed to recreate this, I know that you so I so like I know what was in my bomb. And all that is is bill of material. That's all that is is the materials. So, so to answer, to did answer you say bomb? Question, right? Bomb. It's a bill of materials. It's it's what oh, makes your okay. finish good. It gotcha. just what makes your they finish. They have good. a d- different acronym. Well, that's question. not that's that's a that's in the supply chain world. That might not be in the beer world. In the in the supply chain world, bomb is just all your materials that makes mm-hmm. your raw materials that makes your finish good. Okay. One of our oops actually turned into the official county beer mm-hmm. of uh, Charles County. Mm. So we did a thing on Facebook where we asked everybody, hey, if we had a county beer, what style do you want? Mm-hmm. It was everybody immediately said IPA. Mm. So we had an IPA that was a pretty good oops. We were trying mm-hmm. to make another um IPA, which is called Snake Bite. Mm-hmm. So we have an IPA called Snake Bite. We use Medusa hops. So mm-hmm. you're gonna get I call it uh what is the uh what is that? The little anyway, you're gonna get abricots out of it. Okay. That's what you get immediately out of um, the Medusa Hobson when we make Snake Bite. Okay. So we were trying to make that. didn't come out too well, but it still was a decent IPA. Mm-hmm. We were like, wait a minute. You know, we got the county beer thing going on. We can use that. So okay. So it became our county beer, which is actually we're about to put back on tap um, next week. Okay. Oh, nice. nice. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, so we can talk amongst ourselves while, you know, he's doing his thing. So, right. um it wasn't that long. So what are so so walk us through what you're doing right now, Gene? Like, are you making the so flights right or what now, are you doing? I'm actually making a flight. So okay. we have flights. We do flights of beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night we have Friday night flights. So normally our flights go about thirteen bucks. On Fridays we go ten. Okay. And we also uh, basically. We like to say, hey, if it's your first time coming in, try a flight. You get to try everything. Most people mm-hmm. do a flight and then they figure out what they like and then they come back mm-hmm. for a plane. Now, is your Friday flight, night, is, your, is, night, it, is it five in your flight? Night. Is it four? Four in our flight. Four in your flight. Okay. Yep. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, I see my boy Ty on here. What's going on, Lass? Yo, you, 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 are, you a mover and shaker. I like that, Gene. <laughs> you, you keeping up. <laughs> That's why you. That's why you. That's why you tap room manager, man. You. Uh, and he got. He got sales in that title too. So you're like, you know, I gotta keep it spitting. <laughs> keep, keep it, it hot spitting. fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. And, definitely. and then Tamara called all the people in the room. So shout out to Tamara. Uh, yes. She yes. Said, she said um, it draws back to people's enemies. I feel you, enemies. Your ops. I got mm-hmm. you. I know. I know she meant oops, but <laughs> I, right, know. Right. I was about to say that's not that's exact that doesn't mean what she meant at all. She said, she said oops, but <laughs> <laughs> you keep him back. You keep him so way I see back. it looks like when he's pouring, he just t- maybe he poured a uh, a stout. I think that second one he just put there. We could just we could ask him. Why yeah, we can. While he's working, I'm just I'm just it's actually very entertaining that he is doing uh, his uh, his R.I.P. Steve uh, Steve Irwin is uh 
Oh, cranky, we got one live chat room. <laughs> oh, there's a stop. That's not I don't think this has ever happened on your show. <laughs> never, no, never. We love it. Our ratings are going to go through the roof. Audio, you know, all audio, too. So the audio people are missing out on this. Right, yes, right, they are. right. Yes, yeah, they if are. you're listening to it on Tuesday through the audio, go on YouTube and watch, and watch this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, this is so exciting. We want to go Steve Irwin. Now we're delivering the beer to the customer. Uh-huh. Nice. He'll be and off Tamara, screen for a while today, guys. Tamara's our social media coordinator. She, uh, when people when people say their first name, she's like, I know exactly who you mean. So I'm going to tag them in this comment. So I, she knew I was talking about Brian Gregg. And, and there, there he is. There he goes. Said Brian still gave us the uh, real one. And uh, I'm at the uh, heavy season protection. Uh, uh, black is beautiful, so that's what's up. All right, so I'm back now. All right, <laughs> sorry. that's all right. Yeah, this was all a right. no, sorry, uh, behind the behind the behind the teeth. Behind the so, behind so, the Gene, so Gene, you mentioned people are going to start coming in because you guys are just open. Um, tell us about you know a typical Sunday. Is it you know different or, or you know which and what's your brew day? You know, give us a rundown from Sunday kind of into the start oh. of your week. We're open from Thursdays through Sunday. Okay. So, uh, Sundays are usually like our chill days. A lot of our regulars come in. Mm-hmm. People who couldn't make it on Saturdays will swing mm-hmm. in and stuff. So it's really chill and relaxed. A lot of times I get to come in and be able to do paperwork and stuff, everything like that. Saturdays are busy. Saturdays, okay. we start from 12 o'clock. And um, basically, it'll go from 12 to 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Saturdays, it'll be like, any and everybody will come through. Usually we'll try to have mm-hmm. like food trucks be here. Mm-hmm. We'll try to have some of our friends come in and cook and stuff like that. You know, and it's just a vibe on Saturdays. Um, okay. Especially during yeah. NFL season, we had the games on. We oh, are, man. I'm not going to say Washington Commanders because we're, I'm still a Redskins fan. So, okay. <laughs> I'd rather y'all be the football team than the Commanders. I, actually, I agree with you. They're the Commanders. Let it go. No, they're not. No, they're not. He, he is a Washington fan and he agrees. That is a terrible name. I, I I actually love Washington football team. It's unique and yeah. it doesn't mess with anybody. I have, mm-hmm. I have a question sidebar about football a little bit. You're, okay. Since you're a Washington fan, do you know any Washington fans that approve of the name? No. None. Oh. See? Who did he ask? Because it was all in ask? it was all in a room with people who really didn't care. They asked everybody that makes over five hundred thousand dollars in Liverpool, right. Virginia. That's well, who they asked. Uh-huh. Well, exactly. that's probably, the wrong people. Asked him, so like, um, I like commanders. I do like commanders. <laughs> well, going back, they probably uh, like they all of them. All like, of them like boy, more than general, like commandos. That's the joke team on commando. He could use generals because that's the joke team on the, the Globetrotters. The Washington right. generals. generals. He could have used any anything that started with an R. Exactly. It's whole, he had a whole bunch of choices. The Washington rhinoceroses is better than the Washington commanders. Watch the rabbits. I'll take that over commanders. <laughs> That's better. Like, well, he, he, if they would have changed it earlier, he could have won right, the Ravens. He could have won the Ravens, uh, but too late. We're going to have um, Pops here with us. I like it. All right. nice. I like it. Nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, I, I like to ask Pops a questions right off the top. Me too. Right. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lou. Pops, first, uh, thank you for your service, sir. And uh, second... Secondly, uh, when did you start drinking craft beer? Was it when did craft beer become a thing in in your world? 
2009. Okay. Wow. So were you drinking beer like Bud and Michelob and all those things before 2009? Uh, I was strictly a Heineken man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> me too. Started in Vietnam. So. Okay. So you've been drinking Heineken since Vietnam. Yeah. Wow. I didn't start drinking until I went in the military. Wow. Wow. I hear, I hear that. Wow. So are you a native of Maryland? Did you get stationed there? What's that story? And what brought you to Patuxent area? Actually, I was born and raised in Syracuse, New York. Wow. Okay. Wow. My daughter competes up that way. Oh, Some wow. Years. Okay. In gymnastics. Um, and, and then, like you said, you got into drinking craft beer. Was it, you know, someone kind of invited you to a tap room in 20, 2009? Mm-hmm. That's walk us down that story. Walk us walk us through it. Well, yeah, I got invited. We went on a tour. I can't remember the name. Sure. Where we were at. And uh, we went through the tour and everything. And at the end, you got to taste all the beers that they had. And they had, if I can remember correctly, it was four. Okay. They had on tap that day. Mm-hmm. And every one of them tasted good to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and they asked me my opinion. I said, geez, these all have a nice taste. Mm-hmm. And... Pretty much that was it. I was fell in love twice. You know, I fell in love. I said, okay, I okay. can go this route, you know. Mm-hmm. Pop, what are you drinking now? Oh, Mai Tai. Oh, you want to show on the cup? Put the cup yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Let's <laughs> that's see. our Mai Tai seltzer right that's there. Seltzer. Nice. Okay, that's the other seltzer because I, I think I have the margarita seltzer. Yes, you have a margarita. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we also have a strawberry seltzer, which okay. we use a generous amount of fresh strawberries, which we mm-hmm. puree, and we add it to our base seltzer. Nice. And then we allow it to sit an extra couple of weeks to get it nice and oh yeah 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 and that's the thing so we we hate seltzers and we have a lot of uh husbands who come in and will come in with their wives and they have nothing to drink so we said if we were going to do seltzer what's the best way to do it that we will enjoy so what does guys say more alcohol more flavor right right I like that's that. That's what we came up with. I like it. And I the only tap room exclusive. That's okay. it. Okay. All right. So you're not can, have, you're not canning that. Oh no, we can it. We you can, can okay. it. Oh, but you, but we're not, not distributing it. No. Gotcha. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. so so my wife and a lot of women, like you said, in general don't care to drink beer. Uh I think my wife is con- it's just at that point where she'll taste at least anything that I, you know, that I'll drink. But uh so my sister-in-law who lives in Bowie bought us the seltzer, the margarita seltzer from your brewery uh, this weekend. And we, we split a crowler uh, and I, I, she had a little bit left in her cup and I went to take the cup from her and say, all right, let me pour my half. And she was like, wait, I'm not done. You know, she didn't want to give up her cup. So that's, that's just to go to show that it really was good. And she does really, she's fond of a margarita on most Fridays. Oh yeah, definitely. Perfect. We we took the seltzer out to a festival we did and it was everything working in our favor. It was 95 degrees. Mm -hmm. And of course the other beers were there from um, other counties and they bought like straight beer. Mm -hmm. And we said, you know what? I think the seltzer is actually going to do better than the beer. So wow. we loaded up with some extra seltzer, mm-hmm. and yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the seltzer they, they kicked two kegs of the seltzer, and we mm-hmm. had came back home with a keg of beer. So wow, yeah. wow, <laughs> definitely. Well, we awesome. heard you. We heard you get the spill. You said the seltzer is named after your daughter. Is that what? Is that what you said? Yes, my yep. my youngest my youngest daughter, who's about to be the middle daughter. Oh, oh one on the way. Congratulations to that. <laughs> I would make three daughters. I would have. Oh, you outnumbered, boy. Oh my, God. I outnumbered. <laughs> 
Yeah. But, um, you yeah. know, it wasn't nothing. We couldn't think of a name for the seltzer. And my daughter was in the brewery running around at the time. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, you know, Davey was like, let's call it Rai Rai L. So we was like, all right, let's call it Rai Rai There it <laughs> so, is. Now, my, so, oldest, my oldest daughter is pissed because she's like, I was about to say, yeah, how does she feel about this? She's the first born and you ain't even look out. Well, I told her, I said, well, your name doesn't particularly fit with any beers, including Uh-oh. your nickname. So I said, we got to figure something we gotta out. We got to figure something out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get what, it in what's there. Her, what's her nickname? So her, so, so her first name is Dylan. So we always call okay. her, her Deals or Deal Pickle. Okay. Okay. I want deal pickle. They definitely got some deal pickle beers. Yeah, yeah man. No, no. What's funny? She said that she was like, "Why don't y'all?" And this is this is her exact words. Why don't you dry hop some um pickles in some beer? Ooh, I feel like get I the thinking like, pop. Get the I thinking. Like well, thinking I, I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, well. I don't know how nasty that's going to taste. <laughs> I know. I, I, I know. That could be a lot of sweet pickles. I'm just to sweet gherkin. Uh, what is it? Gherkin. So gherkin, the sweet gherkin pickles. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, thank you. Um, a nice Maybe. goza with dill pickles actually is a, is a solid, is a solid beer style. I mean, it's not. It's refreshing. We've it's had a, we've had a, a pickle beer. We've had, beer a, we've had some pickle beers. We had a cucumber beer. I'll say I've had this one. You don't have to. You did. And you could just put a cucumber or a pickle in there and call it a dill pickle. There it is. You know what I mean? Well, I will, I will tell my oldest, her, her uncle's up north. Have there, you go. there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. What's, what's the dillio? What's the <laughs> That's the name of the beer. <laughs> hey, nobody spill that, all right? Right, right. <laughs> but um, going back to our schedule, so usually Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays mm-hmm. are like brew days, admin days, if we yeah. got to make deliveries, stuff okay. like that. We are debating on opening up on Wednesdays. We're not too sure just yet because, mm-hmm. again, it's only three of us. You know, we have mm-hmm. some help that comes in and stuff. Yeah. But um, right now, we're just open Thursdays through Sundays. Okay. Now, what are the hours from Thursdays to Sundays for people who don't? So, Thursdays, Thursdays and Fridays, we're open from 4 to 8 p.m. Okay. Saturdays, 12 to 8 p.m. Sundays, 1 to 7. Um, we got a church next door to us. Go figure. So that's why we open up later and close early on Sundays. Okay. Got it. Okay. okay. They, got them, they got them three services going on. They be exactly. mad because they be trying to come over there and get some brew. They're like, now nah, you want me closed? There's a couple that come over. Like they pull out and pull around back and come back. Yeah, like, yo, I, I still indulge a little bit. Exactly. Still indulge. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They, want that, they want that Cabernet-infused I, uh, beer. So <laughs> the wine. So so now that you have pops here, I just wanted to mention something. Um uh drinking before I drank craft beer, I was also a, a huge Heineken drinker. Like that was my beer that I went to. Um, I would say once I did uh, segue into craft beer, uh, why, uh, and I don't know if I ever even said this to, to, to Yulu or to, to Rob or Yoda, but one beer that actually really reminds me of, of craft beer styles is IPA and Heineken. If that, that hoppiness on, you know, on the, on the back end and things like that. So maybe that, 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 kind of further explains kind of my love for IPA uh just because that 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 taste that that bitter uh hoppiness still you know retains that that similarity it's for so me. funny you mentioned that because it's like I'm sitting here thinking about all the times I drink Heineken I was like damn you know what you were spot on with that yeah you know? it, most it, people it, that kind of like takes you back like oh it's, it's funny. Like Heineken. Does Heineken tell you what kind of style it is? What kind of style is Heineken? It's, I don't know if it IPA. says it on there. It it it. I, I always thought it was an IPA. As soon as the first time IPA. I tasted the IPA, I was like, oh, this is what a Heineken <laughs> tastes like. Yeah, I don't think it says yeah. it. 
I don't think but it's the question from none of us read the bottle, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I can't right. tell you. It just it's uh, green. It's all right. green. I know for the yeah, longest everybody was growing up, it was like, Yeah, I'm drinking Heineken, it's a German beer. No, it's from Holland. From, yeah, <laughs> right, it's from Holland. Right. right. Mm -hmm. What what style do you guys favor right right at this moment? What style? What's your favorite we style are to big, drink? We are big IPA guys. We love mm -hmm. New England's. Mm -hmm. Um, we also do a West Coast IPA, which we we mm, getting tongue tied drinking beer, which mm -hmm. we call uh 007. So nice. we use 007 hops in it. So that's pretty okay. much our most kick-ass uh, West Coast IPA that we have next nice. to what we call our West Coast Oops or our Big Oops. So Big mm -hmm. Oops is where we just like to go crazy and mm -hmm. we'll get it as hop forward as possible. Nice. So those are our two beers which we give to our like straight up and down IPA folks. You know, awesome. everything right. else we do mm -hmm. is more or less geared towards the New England hazy style. Uh, we have another beer called... Um, Three well, ooh, getting tongue tied. Three three wives. Three wives. Basically, so we use uh, three different types of hops. Um, one comes from South Africa, mm. which that's another reason why we don't do it as much. And Davy likes to brew that when he's in a good mood. Okay, and that usually comes out once a year. Okay, and everybody <laughs> clamors for it. Right? Are you are you saying he's only in a good day. mood once a year? <laughs> well, Davey, Davey's in a good mood most times, but he has to be in an extra good mood to brew that. To brew okay, that. okay. And that's one of those surprise <laughs> good way to clean that up. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those surprise beers where he'll hit us up. It was like, hey, this is what I'm doing, you know. Mm -hmm. And and that's, that's the beauty nice, again nice. of us is like we don't have brew schedules and stuff like that. We, mm -hmm. you know, everything we do is off of feeling and emotion and stuff, you know, yeah. and what the people want mm -hmm. at the time, you yeah, know. We, so we we try to stay seasonal, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes it happens, sometimes it don't. Right now, now I know you said your home brew was like, eh, I don't know if this is good, but as you've been in the brewery and you saw Davies and all that kind of stuff, like, and everybody working, like, have have you seen your skills in terms of brewing beer improve better? I've seen my skills and understanding where I went wrong get better. Okay, okay, put it that way. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. That's yep. that, 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 you know what? That's where hops. That's what you needed. <laughs> you know, and then and here's sugar. The thing. It's like now I have a I have a bigger space to do things. Mm -hmm. You know, but right. now it's like finding the time to do it because mm -hmm. you know, again, with all of us, this is like a twenty four seven job. Mm -hmm. Right, literally, it's a twenty four seven job. Answering mm -hmm. emails, making sure stuff is right. You know, trying to figure out ways to get people in, trying to figure out ways to expose yourself and everything. You know, absolutely, it's a twenty four seven job, and that's mm -hmm. one of the things where we try with all of us. We try not to lose the fun aspect of it because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, drinking beer, making beer, being around beer is supposed to be fun, right? You know, right. right. But there is that business aspect to it where it gets to be like, ugh, right? You know, a little taxing, right? So. One question that I have, uh, I always ask other beer drinkers uh, because I have a, a ABV threshold that I like to stay above, which uh, I will mention that um, before I say what my threshold and ABV percent uh, it threshold is, just know that the 301 Pale L does meet that threshold. What is, what is your ABV threshold that you like to stay under or above? Hold up. When I'm working or when I'm at home? Um, uh, you have two uh, different thresholds. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Let, let's go. With, let's go with any given Sunday. All right. So, well, to be honest, in our tap room, we try to keep things uh, 
Because this is the thing. You don't want no, you don't want to knock nobody upside the head and they only have true, one or two. True. Mm-hmm. You want them to keep coming back. So that's mm-hmm. why 301 and the rest of our beers are a good balance. Mm-hmm. We do have some heavy hitters that are like 10.5, 11.5. We mm-hmm. actually serve those in the smaller ounce glasses. Okay. But those are mostly like our stouts. Okay. You know, okay. but when it comes to like, you know, our IPAs, our New England's and everything, we try to keep those like around seven to eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with everything you said so far. That's not that right. I thought he was going to say before. I would say our lowest, our lowest right now will probably be, will probably be the seltzers, and okay. the seltzers most times comes in at like around six point five to six. I love it. I love <laughs> it. So you drinking just goodness all day long. Anything you get, so. And- Cheers, brother. My threshold is six percent or higher. I thought yeah, it was seven. When did it go down to no, six? No, no, it always been six. Rob, get a test. It, it, it always has been six. Give me, give me, give me, give me my. It was six or higher. It was six or higher. Yeah, it's six or higher. I got to go back. I'm gonna I got, go back there's a meme. Y'all made a meme on me, I believe it says it. It's like, y'all, is it, is go it at least 6%? I'm going to go back. Oh, waiting for the ABV? Oh, oh, okay. I thought it might have said. Yeah, I'm 6% or higher. Everything is drinkable. And it's not one of those things like, oh man, I had one, two, I'm good. You know, everything mm-hmm. is drinkable. Yeah. And, and that's what we strive for is to have drinkable beers where we can actually come in, tell you about the beer. You can actually relax and have more than one. Exactly. Right. right. It's a rhythm. You know, with drinking beer and drinking craft beer, you're already drinking a refined beverage. Uh, as I like to call it. So, and it's all about having a little rhythm and it ain't about trying to guzzle it, chug it, you know, be the first one done. I tell these guys, look, I'm not playing catch up with y'all. We had a beer fest and right. y'all already got, y'all already three in and I just got there cause I'm always late. So let's put that out there now. I'm just going to sip my, <laughs> sip my first <laughs> while y'all on your three. I'm not catching up just because. And that's the thing. I like craft beer to a uh, like I love cigars, right? Okay. So I kind of compare craft beer and cigars; they go hand in hand. They're yeah. conversational. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Craft beer, you're not oh. supposed to ch- like. You can chug, right? Can chug, Special know? occasion, but birthday or something like that. You know, and uh, you take your time mm-hmm. because if you chug them, you you're gonna feel. Oh, uh, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel it. You know, uh-huh. and it's gonna hit you like boom. It's not. It's good. It's gonna come out of nowhere too. You're gonna right. be like, oh, what the? And Dang. going back to drinkability, and I gotta uh-huh. shout them out. A because they are part of the collective, and I love uh-huh. their beer. You know, that's why I love Black Viking and Urban Garden, especially uh-huh. Black Viking. Black Viking has a very drinkable beer, and I tell uh-huh. everybody this even when they come in here. You know, during the Super Bowl. That's mm-hmm. the only beer I was drinking. I said I need to get past. I need to get to the halftime show. Really? <laughs> I was like, you know, so I had a six pack of Black Viking, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm good. You know, I'm good. And he struck the right balance. You know, the guys over there, Sean, and um, definitely his co-owner, they struck the right balance of flavor versus ABV. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's amazing. I think I well, not I think I have uh, some black black uh, black Viking in my fridge now. Um, is it a is it an IPA that they that they make no. or what is it? Uh, so um, joint, right? it's a and I'll tell you from the can. Yeah, it's, it's like a ginger. It's like a zing, uh, zinger beer. Zinger beer. Zinger. Hmm. So it's it's a, like a ginger zinger. It's a ginger golden ale. So it's oh, a, nice. Okay. Which Sean did put in the comments? He said it's close to a heaven bison. Oh, so you should help you, uh, your, your folks behind you. You should uh, invite them to a can. Oh, no, Tell them to buy one. one. We have 
have something close to a half. We're going to give oh, you this. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, whenever you get tight, no rush. We're ready to try to get Oh, we got you. It, it's nice. nice. So it is close to a half. And again, <laughs> look like at that. It's one of those things. Making sales. Making sales. It's one of those things where they are part of the collective, and we're all we're going to shout everybody. Let me get the camera. We're going to shout everybody's beer out, mm -hmm. you know, because you know when we have a platform, we're going to use it. We're going to use mm -hmm. it for ourselves, and we use it for everybody. Awesome, you know, and that's the thing. So shout mm -hmm. out to Sean, and definitely really uh, cool. Urban Garden. Mm -hmm. you know, her beer is amazing, and yeah. I always like to say, especially with her beer. Just mm -hmm. like ours is like kind of like, hey, an intro to craft beer. Hers mm -hmm. is amazing because you have honey and cam chamomile. Who would think about mm -hmm. combining those two things into a beer? Mm. You know, which British. Is definitely crazy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, so because we have because we have Eugene and we have Pops um, in the frame right now, I don't want to go too far off of beer, but one of the other, you know, one thing about Bruising Better podcast is we cover. Uh, everything current events we don't just cover beer we cover things that are happening in the world a whole nine and i'd like to take a minute just to maybe get uh not maybe but get pops um his his spill on like what's happening in with ukraine do you remember anything like this very similar you fought in vietnam or, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, you can keep it clean or not. This is, you know, this is an explicit podcast, but um, I just like to get your kind of understanding or your background or your knowledge on um, any similarities or what you feel like that this country, what we're watching, what we're watching, you know, on the news and what's happening with Ukraine and Russia. Well, when you go back to take like Vietnam, you have the North Vietnamese, North mm -hmm. Vietnam that in invaded southern Vietnam. Mm -hmm. okay? And what you have is Russia going into Ukraine. Mm -hmm. yep. And they have the major army trying to get in and those folks are fighting hard to stay, mm -hmm. to stay free. Mm -hmm. um, as far as Vietnam goes, I, that to me was a business war. Mm. You know, we had no business being there. The Russians were there before us. Mm -hmm. They couldn't handle it. Got, you know, they ran out of there. The Australians were in there. They left. And then the Americans went in as a police action. Now, back in the 60s, in my time, mm -hmm. um, you got a draft card. Mm -hmm. And your draft notice told you when you had to report to the draft board because mm -hmm. you were going in. Mm -hmm. And I got mine. It was number seven. Wow. So Early <laughs> on. Early on. Oh, wow. You remember that. Like, jeez. Yeah. I ain't going to last too long, so. To be perfectly honest with you, I said, I ain't going to Vietnam. Because before I even got out of high school, I had lost seven friends. Jeez. In my high school, I went to seven funerals. Wow. Joined up and never made it. Wow. You yeah. know, yeah. killed in action. So I was passing an Air Force recruiter's office. So I went in there. I said, I want to join the Air Force and be a tech mechanic. Okay. And the guy right. told me, yep, you can be everything you want to be. I said, mm -hmm. okay, this is cool. I ain't going to end up going in and, and getting shot at and possibly ending up worse. Right. To make a long story short, I ended up in pararescue for ground control. Okay. Special operations. Mm -hmm. Ended up in Vietnam anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to tell you everything you need to know. And tell <laughs> right. Right. Now, yeah. did, did you find yourself in more of a 
I guess you could say segregated pool of folk of of of, uh, of of veterans because you were going with the intent of a of a specific skill set, or did you still have to you know do everything just like Trap everyone else? Right, have had everyone else had to do everything else like everyone else. We had to do it better. Mm, so, right, you know the, the group I was in was the 80th Headhunter Division. Mm. And when they ask you what does a headhunter do, it's pretty much self-explanatory. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, it sounds and, like it. Snipers. So you you had to be special. Mm-hmm. You had to keep your wits about you. Yeah. You know, and if you want to come home, everybody had to have each had to back. have each other back. Wow. And that's why whatever pop says goes. <laughs> that is absolutely why everything pops. <laughs> and it's and it's really really good to you know to be sitting here with someone with such great history, lineage, and knowledge, and you know right sound mind to have seen a lot of things that you've seen in your time. And and to be here is twenty twenty two. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, I, I can give you a little history. My mother, mm-hmm. mother, mother's great grand, my great great grandmother on my mother's side mm-hmm. is a sister, Harry Tubman. Oh man! Mm. Wow! All right. And see, from Auburn, New York. A, yep. That is amazing. And you don't get these type things, you know. And that's the beauty again about having a tap room and having the actual physical location because you get to meet these certain, you know, you get to meet these people and you get to hear these stories. Yes. You get to make these connections. You get to make these friends. Yes. You know? So and that's why you know, a lot of our regulars are family, you know. Mm-hmm. So, right. So, they, so everybody walk in and people see pop. They like, pop. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Yep. Everybody mm-hmm. knows. He has pop, his man. own seat. We're not sitting in it now, but Pops has his own. Right. Seat. Right. Right. Well, pretty soon he's gonna have his. Uh, I'm putting. I'm speaking into existence. He's gonna have his own beer. <laughs> actually, no. Actually, there is a story. Uh oh. Pop. So our first foray into barrel into uh, barrel aged beer mm-hmm. was Pops beer, and it was called uh, Pops Untold Stories. It's nice. Still, it, we're, so it was our first experimentation. We got a whole bunch of uh, barrels from a beer company. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, this is our first time we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we took one of our uh, base brown ales. We pureed some sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some nutmeg, cinnamon, and we poured some other stuff in it. And we were going to let it sit. It sat for about like a year and a half. Oh. You know, um, it's still sitting. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> it's still is. So we were like, ah, let's try again. Yeah. We never opened it, but we're we're scared to open it. Why? Why? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. happen. So right now it's been sitting. Well, it's almost two years now. Yeah, two years. yeah it's about two years now. Oh, I'm scared. Why y'all? That, why y'all scared to open? AB, I need the ABV. I forgot. Like, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where it's like, and I wish Davey was on here. Davey just texted me. He was like, he's waking up. So, okay. He'll make it there soon. <laughs> yeah. So it was one of those things where it's like, you know, it might be good, mm-hmm. but it's your first time. And I'm going to tell you this, Davey's a perfectionist. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's a okay. very big perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And all of us can say, yo, the beer is fine. Nah, it's something no, off. Something off. And he just won't mess with it. Feel it in his gut, in his right. taste bud, everything. Like, just, so Davey, Davey has tasted it. Davey has looked at it. Yeah. <laughs> he don't want to. He don't want to taste it and be disappointed. No, Davey, I've looked at it because we we cracked it. We opened up the little. We took the plug out. Looked at yep, it. Yep. Of course, you know it's going to be a science experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So it's like. Ugh. So let me ask you: with yeah. it, like you said, you guys have it. Oh, you've oh you looked at it. You take the plug out or whatever. 
would would you it, let's say it wasn't exactly the way that you intended it to come out could you refilter it i don't know anything about the beer process like what could you do to possibly like refine it as you mentioned there's no such thing as wasting beer and it's not so, it's not perfect to, to davy but is it even drinkable now is it is it something you could pour now we're coaching y'all along to to get this out of this barrel. Y'all are coaching us along. I need to be there when it come out. Of I feel like the ABV is like twenty eight. Yes. Oh my god, that thing is like that utopia. Uh, what is it? That utopia beard is like a uh, what is it? ABV high. Is that? The process. The process of doing it was fun because we all came in here. Pop, you was in here that day too, right? When we had we had everything out and we were, first. So we was trying to figure out. What spices and stuff we were gonna put in it? We already okay. knew we was gonna puree sweet potatoes and put it in there, right? Okay. So we were thinking about, all right, we're gonna put the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Sounds get delicious. Get some nutmeg. Sounds delicious. You know, we did some other stuff we poured in, but then we was trying to figure out. Then we were tasting that mixture and just seeing what it would taste like. Mm-hmm. And we already knew we was gonna use. We have a brown ale we do. So okay. we said that's gonna be the base. Okay. So we sat there. So we was like, all right, we think this is gonna be pretty good. Okay. But it's just one of those things where it's like it was our first time doing it and we mm-hmm. actually will probably want somebody who's actually done barrel aged beer to come in and like coach us along. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. We're not scared to ask for help. It's like if this is something we haven't done before, we're gonna be like, all right, help us. All right. <laughs> you know, so I think okay. that's the point where we're at. We're like, all right, help us along because right now we don't know, you mm-hmm. know. So now now with the sweet potato and stuff in the barrel, or did you already filter that out? Filter, we pureed it, filtered okay, it. Filtered it out. Uh, uh, okay. So, yeah. so, so, okay. so it's probably pretty good. It's probably actually, somebody need to take it's a It's probably sip. good. It's just somebody one of those things. It's like, oh, we're scared to pull the trigger. Okay. Okay. If you already took the cork, uh, cork out at least a little bit of look at it, somebody yeah. got to take a sip. Someone got to take a sip. How much you doing right now? We're live on camera. Oh, <laughs> not gonna happen. You could do it. Off, you could do it off camera when we come. When we come to, <laughs> listen, we'll come down there. Yeah, let us come and taste it. I'll, I'll be a taster. Yeah, I, I want to taste at thirty two percent. Did I hear hazmat? I wouldn't even let pops be the taste control for that one. Did I hear hazmat? <laughs> I thought I heard. He said hazmat. What did it smell like? Oh, it smells great. Like matter of fact, come on, it's probably like a good old southern. I don't even know why we're not drinking this thing. Oh yeah. Oh, I see yeah. them. There they are. So it's the middle one. If you see the middle one with the blue one, tag, two, on three. It, I see right it. There. Yep, I see it. Yep. I can see it. It's one, okay. two, three. It's the fourth one there. Gene, what's the real it? reason we're not drinking this beer yet, Gene? What's the real reason, Gene? Just sir, he said he nervous. They nervous. Oh my god, sip that. Well, you know what? I can appreciate perfection. You know, per, being a perfectionist. I mean, right. it's, 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 it's hard. You might already hit it. It may be you perfect. Don't know you ain't tasted yet. Listen, it may be listen. For, for us, right. for us, so y'all, for us y'all beer drinkers, cats, right? That will drink. The leftover shit in the fermenters. <laughs> right, 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 right. What does it taste like? What does it taste like? Right. <laughs> yes, oh, it smells know. good. <laughs> yeah, one of those smells like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, this smells right. good. Let me taste it. Let me try right, that. Right. Let me try. Right. Now I will admit. I will admit. It smells great. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when you look in there, you're like, oh. I really want to put my liver through this right now. Oh. Well, that's what I said. Right, right. Like is, is it going to do you dirty like Mad Dog 2020? Maybe they, right. maybe they, should, uh, be, maybe they should be three ounce pours. Not, I mean, not talking, about, regular... talking about PTSD. It's like, uh. Right. <laughs> He's rubbing on your gum. Put your in there. Don't worry. Do the cocaine <laughs> test. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, guess one of them, I guess one of my 
Oh, so yeah, Kevin did tell me about that. So our co-owner, Kevin, was working yesterday. So we have a lot of guys who bring beer. So this is another thing of why we love having a um, brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. We have guys that bring in beer that you can't get from anywhere. Mm. And they'll come in here and they'll we'll, they'll share. Yeah, beer share. Mm. Awesome. Beer share. You know, mm-hmm. our tables along. Everybody's here. We got our cups. That's so awesome. a brother of ours, uh, Bruce, what's his IG name? Bruce, Bruce Cal. Cal mm-hmm. Bruce. Anyway, his name is Cal. Mm-hmm. Gets all the beers. Don't know where okay. he gets them. I don't know. He smuggles them in. Right. He had, where was it from, Pops? Chicago. Chicago. He mm-hmm. had this beer, a chocolate milk stout. Mm-hmm. Literally tasted like chocolate milk. Yep. Oh. I mean, it was, I don't know how much lactose they put in it. Mm. It had no beer. It, it, it like low carbonate. Car- right about to say low carbonation. It barely was carbonated. 17%. Off. 17%. Off. Oh, I love oh. it. Oh. Oh. I love it. Yeah. You can know, definitely taste that beer in that barrel. <laughs> you was nice and warm, Pop. Well, you were warm inside. Let me just say this. Uh-huh. I drank it. Tastes like chocolate milk. But my brain said, don't drink anymore. This don't drink anymore. No <laughs> <laughs> that's not no chocolate milk. It ain't no chocolate milk. That's an oops upside your head. That's <laughs> definitely. Stand up and like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? <laughs> that, that, that brings up a story about my wife. Um, uh-huh. I was down North Carolina, and I procured some, uh, some flavorful water mm-hmm. and a jug. And my wife, if you know what I'm saying, I'm sure some flavorful water. Mm-hmm. And my wife, she likes to take water to work with her. So okay. I, you know, when it, whenever you procure water, you put it in the freezer. Right. Okay. She put hers in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Now my wife works in the school system. Oh, oh so man. she took the wrong water bottle to school. Mm-hmm. Oh. When that thing, she opened that freezer and no, it no, was no. still. Oh, she probably spit that so, all out on people. My wife had allergies, so she couldn't okay. smell. So okay. she took the water, opened it up, and took a sip of it. Yeah. I... And when it hit the palate, it was. It's got to go. I got cursed out. I got cursed out on the phone. Yes, yes you mm. did. Yes, you did. Wow. <laughs> but uh, f bombs and how you set me up. Um, right, right, oh, right. Set me up though. Right. <laughs> uh, Sabot- the sabotagery. <laughs> So I said, I told my wife, I said, so her name's Valerie. I said, Val, um, did you not see that, you know, this one was frozen and this one wasn't? Right. Mm. I thought when you said, I thought the story was going to end when you, she opened the, 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 you know, the freezer at work and she saw it was still liquid. That was like a dead giveaway. She wasn't paying attention. Wasn't even. <laughs> I said, that's the telltale sign. One is frozen, yes. one is not. Right. She said, oh, the freezer ain't working, baby. Right. That's why you put that whole good absolute bottle or whatever in the freezer and right. hey. Yes. She, she took oh my god. That's oh, crazy. Well, this is this, this is this is great, man. I, I can't wait. I, I already looked it up. It's an hour and 40 minutes from my house to Listen, get Listen, I don't think it's any problem growing. for us to taste this barrel. And we coming. Yeah. So all right, put it this way. If you guys take a field trip down here one day. Mm-hmm. The barrel's gonna be open eventually. Okay, Thursday <laughs> through Sunday. But we we coming with the anticipation <laughs> of that it's either gonna be, be open when we get you there. Guys can do a live show. Ooh, and you well can not. taste what's in the barrel. Oh, that's okay. a deal. That's what's a deal. Summer, 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 talk, summer to, talk to Dave first because I don't want. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk to Dave first talk about this partners. invitation. Pops, you hear it, Pops. Talk to the other other people. Well, we, we got a customer who just came in. Uh-huh. Everybody who comes out, tell me on the podcast. Say hello. Hello. Hey, how you Bruce doing? Better Podcast. Listen every Tuesday and every Sunday we go live. You got to check you guys out. Oh, please, do. Right. please do. <laughs> oh, I lost. There we go. I'll be right with Pops. You want to take over for a sec? Sure. Um, all right. So, so Pop, you heard it. Uh, we just going to confirm this because you are there and you'll be there, obviously, when Dave's there. And I don't want Dave coming in going, what? I don't know nothing about this. Right. He said right. we can come down on between a Sunday and a Thursday, do a live taping. You heard it first. And taste this beer. Well, they, this they, didn't throw it away. they didn't throw it away. So eventually they are going to open it. They are going to open well, it. They would already throw it away at this point. Probably so. That's true. Probably so. Right, so you right, gotta, right. you gotta, you could, uh, you gotta. So we can just, we can just be the celebration kickoff, and or as something. soon as, soon as we walk <laughs> through the door, that means they get the the court gates popped. I'll make sure I'm here so I can watch all three of you test it. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. You, yeah. you got to taste it first. Yes, right. Right, exactly, exactly. I cannot, look, the more y'all talk about not tasting this beer, the more I want to taste it. I taste feel it. like a child. Well, you know what? I'm going to let y'all two taste it first, and then I'll taste it. I will, all right. I will love to be the first person to taste it. All right, you, you, you punk MF. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm time. expecting. I, I hope so. Yes. Just, 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 just the, uh, the the puree of it all to start is oh, enough to make me remember it. Mm-hmm. But knowing that the APV is like at 52 percent is awesome. So, so pop. I, well, they're, they're probably, probably. No, I keep on. I keep raising it up. I know it's not fifty-two percent. So you live, you live, you live close enough distance to um come and spend, you know, an afternoon at the at the tap room. Uh, where 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 whereabouts are you in, in relation to the tap room? I live in White Plains. I'm about fifteen oh, minutes okay. away. Oh, good, good, good. good. Huh. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm living White Plains. So. Yeah, like, yeah. You like distance? Congratulations that, uh, to that too. It is yes. what it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got time. I'm going to get that. You know, I have one beer that I remember when I okay. was in the service called Four Horse Beer. I got it over. I was in the old time Korea. Oh, okay. Had a, had a white horse, a, a gray horse, a black horse, and a palomino on the bottle. Okay. And the last thing I remember was drinking. Because when I mm-hmm. woke up the next morning, I swear the whole herd ran over me. Oh, Darn. man. And, oh man, that's some powerful crap. I was getting ready to drink some water. The guy said, "Don't drink any water." What? You know, he said, "If you drink water, it's going to happen all over again." Oh, what? Uh, yeah, man, that's double, some scary. A double, that's a double want, trigger beer. Oh, I want none man. of that. <laughs> I remember that to this day. Wow. Yeah, so I, if it's ta- if that's the beer that's in them barrels, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> that. ah, that's bad. That's worse yeah. than bad dog. That's worse I, don't, bad. I don't want nobody tell me not to drink water because it'll happen again. Well, I, I remember drinking so much one time. Mm. You know, they say to get over a good hangover, you got to drink more. You know, you right. don't like go right. opposite. So in in Cali, I drank one year. I drank uh, so much, uh, just just probably mixing. So probably was a, a whole bunch of stuff. And um, I went to the I went to the bar with my mom the next day, and I was a hand on my head. Uh, you know, just hung over. Um, and the bartender said, Boy, you need another drink. And I was like, No, I don't. I don't want to see no drink. 
and she went to pouring Budweiser in a cup and she made some mixed concoction or whatever between some other, you know, liquors. I think it even had some tomato juice or whatever. I'm sure it had yeah, tomato juice. They call that here on the dog. Yeah. Dog, yeah. <laughs> Man, I drank it. She said, and you can't, you can't just sip it. You need nope. to like hit it on down. I drank it down, man. I let out a belch that felt like I was like relieved, like released from everything that was inside my body (laughs) that was holding me down. I was like, oh man, I don't know. It it just, yo, I felt so much better. That was the first time I ever got like over a hangover, like almost immediately. See, the pops knew. (laughs) I never had that before. Yeah, I was hurting. Catch you, yeah, man. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, uh, uh. So, what we gonna what, how we gonna close this, Rob? Because we know, uh, you know, Gene's got to work, um, he'll be back, I'm sure, soon. But you know, I, I've asked all my questions, this has been great, and I can't I have, wait. I enjoyed I one question, guy, for him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we're all in Delaware, pops. We're all, we're oh, all, okay. you know, an hour and a half. We're not about the end, are we? No, I was just asking. I was just asking. Oh, give me two seconds so I can close this custom out. And okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking time. We we talking to pops, man. Go on, get out of yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah we're only you know about an hour and a half, hour forty minutes um north of you all. Uh, we all have family in Bowie, uh, Columbia, Maryland. Um, you know, and you know, right right where y'all are. You know, it's that's not terribly far. You know what no, I mean? That's definitely. Oh, he grew up in Syracuse. Grew up in Syracuse, but he keep it real. You roll uh, Maryland now. You got the Under Armour. Under Armour, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Everybody, see, uh, people think they Pop said people said Pop was a great addition to the show. <laughs> you about to be awesome. a superstar, Pops? Special oh, guest. <laughs> yeah, spitting that knowledge. Talking to my buddy Howard Scott. I don't know if you guys are old enough. Remember a group named War? War? Yeah, I remember yeah, they War. Had song. They had some big hit songs. World is a ghetto. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, 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 I always no. got the leader, the lead guitar player in uh-huh. the Virginia War. Uh-huh. Very good friend of mine. Very good friend. Awesome. So, so awesome. Like his, own, his own show. <laughs> yeah, he definitely needs his own episode. That's the name of the beer. That should be the name of the, uh, his podcast. What's the name of that beer? Untold it's it's Pops' it's untold, untold Stories. Story. That's the name of the, uh, the beer. Oh, that's yeah. the name oh, of Pops' yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. Could be the name of the podcast. We can give you a segment like once yeah. every two months or so if you want it. I know Howard from music because he used to be a bass player, blues bass player. Oh man, come on, man. Yeah, wow. I'm you, Pops is an establishment here. Yeah, man, man, it's you good to have him around. All the stories he tells us, that's mm-hmm. right? We're gonna it. have him, um, we're gonna have him back, right? Yeah, not, Mike. Not, just short story, just you talked about music. One of my good friends, uh, you know, Jay Lawrence, Jonathan uh, Buxton, his dad is uh, the original member. And he's, Jonathan, he's Jonathan Buxton the first. He's the original member of Stylistics. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I sing I sing with his son. Yeah, oh, I sing wow. with his son. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you and you know, back in like 1980, back in like 1984, I met Dr. J. Oh, okay. Right, right. I just wanted to be in. in right, being the untold at the airport. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, I did have one last question. I, I know, um, um, Gene, y- y- y'all were actually um, involved in atrial pills. Yes, um, I wanted to get, I wanted like, to touch like, on that. I, like, how did that happen and how, to, how did that mm. work out and how, to, how, how did that help? Um, so our old business manager, uh, Miss Trinice Watts, uh, shout out to her. 
she's with uh, the Pink Boots Society, and she also mm-hmm. started an organization with two other female brewers uh, called Raising Lucy, which mm-hmm. um, brings uh, attention to um, basically diversity in beer and beer in terms of women of color. So that's mm-hmm. her new organization and stuff. So she actually found that uh, program. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about David, David hates being on camera. He hates okay. doing what I do. Yeah, David. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's you, you, you're making him out. To, you're making him out to the real Grinch of Patuxent. I'm gonna have to talk. <laughs> no, to no, no, no. He's, not, like, he's, he's getting better. He's getting better. But, um, he's getting better. <laughs> as part of that, we had to film a basically a film of submission. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with that submission, we had to show him like, hey, we're a small company. This is what we're doing to get by. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the things we've we've done in here, and a lot of things that we do as far as with the brewing process and everything, mm-hmm. we've actually made by hand. Like everything mm-hmm. you see in here is made by hand. The, the mm-hmm. tables, the bar, everything nice. made by hand. Awesome. You know, awesome. right? And Paz made the tables. You know, see? Is, awesome. You know, we don't have access to the capital as everybody else does. Mm-hmm. You know, I raised my hand. So there you go. As everybody else does, we don't right. have access to that capital. Right. So, in doing that, um, you know, we submitted our thing. We didn't think anything. We didn't think we was gonna win anything. So one day, uh, when they made the announcements and stuff, we were listening and we was going through, and they had the same issue as you had, Rob, trying to pronounce us. You know, mm, <laughs> so shout okay. out. You know, definitely shout out to uh, to those guys, man. And we came in second place, and we okay. got Grant, and that's how we were able to get our three barrel system. That's okay. how we were able. Benny to get and Tio, huh? Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, we, love, we, the love, we love, we love, we love them. We love them. They are the best. Yeah, we love and, them. And um, you know, that's how we were able to get our new canning system and stuff. Great. And nice. and basically, again, we, <clears> we put it all to good use. You know, we bought a new POS system for the for the tap room and stuff. Okay. And and, and that's that's another reason how we got on the map. You know, that's so awesome. definitely shout out to to them and yeah. also you know the heavy seas and stuff. You know, because heavy seas mm-hmm. came out of nowhere and was like, hey, you know, hey, let's talk. And they mm. came down here and mm-hmm. ate with us, drank beer with us and stuff. And Heavy Seas is one of our like favorites, <laughs> you know. Mm. So definitely, we th- that was the support we had. And when we when we got the, when we won that grant, that mm-hmm. was very big for us. Very that's big. awesome. That's awesome. That was awesome. Uh, Crowns and hops and eight trills pills and yes. to and well, Crowns and hops is killing it right now. I mean, right, definitely killing it. Yeah. So I know we talked about. You said you you guys can um, you know can just about everything. Um, have you all been, um, you know, asked to? I, I think I saw some kegs or mini kegs behind you guys by oh, the a, uh, by the garage door. Bunch. The Sixtles. We got those, and we got mm-hmm. some more that's in storage. Okay, yep. so do you guys? Uh, we we. I mean, we. It's it's it was it's kind of new or a new concept that uh, I've seen at least. We have a young lady here in Pennsylvania, in Delaware. She does uh, events, but she's called. Is it, is her, is it called oh, black black, black girl, girl black girl on tap. Yeah. So what she does is she buys the uh, six tools and things like that. And at fest at festivals and in your case, right, you can't leave your brewery, but she, you know, buys these, uh, you know, six tools or whatever. And and actually just pours from them and has a signage up at different music festivals and stuff that we go to. I thought it was an interesting concept. Uh, you know, have you do you guys have any 
anybody that's doing something similar like that in your area? No, no, we don't. And that is a very interesting concept because that helps us out because we really, like I said, right. You can't afford to leave. I'm going to make sure that y'all, I'm going to make sure we get them in touch with y'all. Yeah. She's great. Thank you. I'll text her before we get off. That is a very interesting concept. Yeah. 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 We we met her in person at what, what concert did we go to uh, Rob? The uh, S'mores S'mores Fest. Fest. We did it. We went to a S'mores Fest in Philly and that was our first time meeting her and her husband. Um, he has a uh, bicycle uh, shop up in the Conshohocken, PA area, which is nice. It's right on the Conshohocken uh, River, uh, and she has the the tap, and they both, you know, hand in hand, um, did a did a really and, good. And job. I, I would venture to say this too, you know, um, Black Group Movement, mm-hmm. and I, and I mm-hmm. hope they're listening. Which I'm, we're going to forward this to them anyway, because they're sure. part of the collective. Mm-hmm. That is something that they actually um, kind of did in a pinch, because all of us. And the first time we all got together was an event that the Black Brew Movement did. It was mm-hmm. the Black Brew Fest in D.C. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, Patuxent, Joy Hound, Soul Mega, mm-hmm. and uh, Sankofa. And Soul Mega couldn't make it. So so basically, you know, Black Brew Movement um, pretty much uh, was, was, was basically pouring uh, Soul Mega's beer, you know. Okay. And that was okay. one of the things where we had discussed, like, you know, Black Brew Movement they're not a brewery or, or a brew brand, you know, but they are basically the catalyst of getting the word out there. And I hope they're listening. This is something we'll definitely bring up. That is something too, that they can probably help with when we can't go to these different um, places, you know, Absolutely. that definitely, yeah. uh, you know, Hey, get our beer and, and, you know, pour for us and stuff like that. So that is definitely, what? definitely an idea. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's like the collective, even if it's like, it's not just, Y'all beer, but if it's all the collective, I mean, I know Joy Hound is normally there by themselves, right. but if, even if it's like everybody else that's not there, that's present, that like they could be the representative of that. So that would be definitely dope to see. Um, because I think it was at the craft, I think they have a craft beer festival coming up in May in, in um, Frederick, I think. Uh, in Frederick, um, that's the one being put on by BAM, which um, I think we'll make a decision pretty soon if we're going to go to that one. We want right. to go to that one. Right. Because we, yeah, we were talking. Yeah, we, we're, we're still debating on which ones we want to go to. Because we actually have one in St. Mary's, uh, in May. It's called the Overflow Festival. Okay. Um, and pretty much it's like a wine festival. They want it all like blackberries and stuff there. So nice. we're going to be there, and um, hopefully some more of the collective will hopefully be able to come out and stuff too. You know, and that's again, that's another thing that the collective does. When somebody hears of something, we spread it to everybody else. Hey, I can't make it. Can you come there? You know, can you go stuff like that? And that's the beauty again about having a collective where it's like, hey, I'm in this store. You guys need to call them because they ask about you, too. You know, because all of us are at Whitey's, that event we did. All of us are there. Right. You know? Unlike okay. if this plot that we know that supports us, we're going to give it to everybody else. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it again. It's, that's how it's supposed to be. Right. You know? mm-hmm. gotcha. right. Gotcha. All right. Um, all right. Um, any more questions for uh, Gene? Not wow, really man. even a question. I I just want to say, uh, Gene, this by far I think one is the most unique uh, podcast that we've done. Um, I'm glad that you guys are close enough, or what I would consider local. You know, obviously right. DMV, to where we can um, 
not just have you on the show, but very soon come to uh, spend some time with you, spend some time with Pop, spend some time in your organization and your neck of the woods so you can, you know, really, really uh, give us uh, the grand tour. And I don't care if it's I don't care if the tour is, you know, front to back and, and done in, in five minutes. I just want to spend a day uh with with you guys and and learn and learn and soak up as much much knowledge and in all seriousness man you guys have an open invite to come down here awesome. love to have you guys shoot a show here and we just great. sit here and shoot the shit and great great drink beer we would love to have you drink all of our beer here and great great awesome and even to have all of the collective here when you guys show up you know yeah that great. would be great. awesome great. so to have mm-hmm. everybody here and you guys just interview all of us, you know. All right, yeah. we're gonna figure we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna figure these oh, schedules it's out. Already done. Yep. It's already yeah, that's already yeah, done. Yeah, sure. right. And I appreciate you guys having us on, definitely. Oh man, Absolutely. this is nothing. Uh, all right. Well, once again, I want to thank Gene and Protection Brewing Company for coming through. Yes, yes, yes. And pop. Oh, pop pops is a part of Patuxent Brewing Company. Yes, right? he is. Yes, he is. He right. Is. Major stakeholder. <laughs> Major stakeholder. He made the tables, right? Mm-hmm. right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go, we always like to know how people can find all our, all about Patuxent and anything else, all the internet, social webs, all that stuff. How can they find about Patuxent and, and how they can get the beer? All right, we're on Instagram, all right, at Patuxent Brewing Co. And you can find us there. Um, you can also find us online at patuxentbrewingcompany.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can find us in Baltimore at Off the Rocks. Shout out. That is a major black owned husband mm. and wife um, craft beer and winery. All right. They have nice. wines that you can find everywhere. That's in East okay. Baltimore. Okay. We're also down here in Waldorf at uh, Grill 13. We're at the Bayou Girls Drink Factory. We're at A Plus Liquor Stores in White Plains. Moving. Let's see where else. Where? Oh, we're at Silver Diner. Yes, we are at Silver Diner mm-hmm. down here in Waldorf. I'm going through everything in my head right now. Let's see where else. <laughs> a couple other different spots, but those are the major other spots that we're well, at. Well, I am giving y'all the official Pusher P award. <laughs> Pusher protect push Pusher protection. You know, Pusher P. Pusher P. What's the address for the? the yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the brewery, it's 70 Industrial Park Drive, Waldorf, Maryland, Suite 2A. Yes, sir. We are open Thursday through Sunday. We're open Thursday and Friday, 4 p.m. to uh, 8 p.m. We're open Saturday, 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. We're open Sunday, 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. All right. You will see myself. You'll see Kevin. You'll see Davey. All three of us, we rotate. But sometimes when we don't have nothing to do, we'll still come in here and drink and end up working. So nice. got it, got it. <laughs> and for That's those, amazing. For those of you guys who are uh, spelling challenge like myself, it's P A T U X E N T. Yes, company. Growing yes. company. Yes. Pat Tux in E N T. It's easy. There you go. Patuxent. 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 What's the Maryland, Maryland accent? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make sure they put that next Merlin. Time. I heard Merlin. you saying brewery all day, and I was like, oh, I, I know. So it's, it's so funny. They always get me when I say brewery. It's like brewery. That's great. Welcome to Patuxent. All right. Uh, Lou, how can they find you? Man, my name is Lou Belgium. Yes, I'll be on them Instagrams. All right, Dev. Hey, you can find Dev on Instagram as Dev Drinks Craft Brew. And if you need to email me, devdrinkscraftbrew at bruisingbanner.com. All right. And you can find Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can also go to www.bruisingbanter.com. And you can find where we are playing that in terms of the platform we're on in terms of social media. You can buy the merch. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can also listen, uh, watch us on Facebook Live, um, YouTube. Smash that like button. Uh, smash for it, sure. smash it. Definitely get the merch and all that good stuff. If you want to follow mm-hmm. me, Rob G. Rob, stay bruising. Uh, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> right there. Uh, once again, I want to thank uh, the Texan Brewing and Gene Lott for coming through for episode 158. Thank you. Thank you. There thank you is. both. Appreciate you guys. Keep up the good work. And I definitely got to send y'all some glasses, all right? So oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, We're drinking that beer. Pop said, I got to come down here and get your glass. Okay. That's there it fair. is. That's fair. That's fair. Let's break this thing. We can pour, we can I, pour I, that, that, that barrel. Right. Now we can <laughs> pour that barrel. <laughs> that glass. Yes. That's when right. you went to go tend to some customers, we said we 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 got we made sure that Pops heard it and 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 confirmed it. I we do want you to check with Dave. Check with him. <laughs> David will be like, we ain't opening up that person. I don't care who they are. Y'all gonna sign waivers. How far are they coming from? Yeah. Oh, we'll sign, sign it. I'll sign a non I'll sign it. Shoot, I'll do it at the trampoline park. I'm gonna do it at the bird. Right. Absolutely. All right. Sign my liver away. Have a great one, man. Be safe. Thank you. All right. Take it easy. Until next time. Have a good week, everyone. Peace. You too, Pops.